Hello, and welcome back to the Konnichi Yeehaw podcast here on the Last Choice Network. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And this past weekend, we went to Animate Frontier. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to share our experience with you guys. Right. All right, so Animate Frontier is a convention in the DFW area here in Texas. Um, it was both of our first times yeah. going to it. Your first time at the convention center. I've been to a different convention at this center. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess to start off, um, we mailed, ordered, we we bought our badges early enough that we were able to mail order them, Yeah, which is something that I um, have never done before. And I don't really remember ever being offered it. Right. Also. Um, <laughs> I believe A-Fest um, like offers that, mm-hmm. but I've just never done it before. Yes. And it was very nice. Super convenient. All very convenient because um, if you go to an anime or any convention, I guess, mm-hmm. um, you know that going to pick up your badge is usually the worst part oh yeah definitely like because it's just you in a line for hours yeah and you're waiting to go pick up a badge so you can go enjoy the convention so very nice we got our badges in the mail weeks before the convention we showed up they had they had three different entrances at the convention center so there was one line for if you already have a badge which we did that's where the one we went to uh, there was another line for if you ordered a badge and you need to pick it up. And then there was a third line for if you wanted to buy a badge on site. Right. And oh my gosh, is that genius. Yes. Like, I've never been to a convention where picking up a badge slash already having a badge and then buying a badge was two separate lines. Yes. It's usually all one giant line. Right. And the thing that I noticed, though, is that... Um, with the last convention that we went to, which was A-Fest. Uh, A-Fest, yes. Yes. That um, they had, like, a separate booth, but not separate lines. Yes. They have separate booths, but not separate lines. It completely defeats the purpose. Yeah. So then, yeah. Anyway. Um, having actual separate lines, and it's all color-coordinated, um, very easy to get through. Um, we They did require either um covid vaccine card or a negative covid test right which we've been to a convention that's uh anime dallas required that Mm -hmm. um but they weren't like they didn't check but they didn't check um and i honestly don't remember if afest did either yeah good i don't think afest actually required it i think you just had to wear a mask yeah they were like whatever just wear a mask um yes but anime dallas did it was on their requirement, but they never checked it. Mm-hmm. Um, here at Anime Frontier, um, they check it at the door. So because we already had our badges, right? right. We showed them our badges. We showed them our vaccination cards. And then we got a wristband that we were supposed to keep on for the entire weekend. Right. Which it was a sturdy wristband. It very was plastic. Sturdy. Yeah, very sturdy wristband, plastic. Um, and then in the following days, we would just like kind of hold up our badges and hold up our wrists. And, right. walk through, and they'd be like, you're good to go. Very, very fast process. Super efficient. Yes. Um, Which, honestly, on top of the efficiency, like, I never really saw a lot. Honestly, okay. First off, I never saw the line for buying a badge. No, everything was... I have no idea where that was. Everything was... Seemed pretty short. It seemed like everything was put together. I don't know if just maybe people were staggering in, coming in, or... um, or if enough people already bought their badge, because obviously the the line for buy for if you already had your badge 
it was very quick. Yeah. Because you just, you only needed to show your vaccination card. And then you got the wristband. And then, like I said, for the remainder of the weekend, you just went through that line again. And it yeah. was like, they just kind of like look at you and be like, okay. Um, so that part, very convenient, very easy. We um, get there. Our first day. Our first day. We show up around noon. We have about an hour until our panel. So we think, okay, let's go shopping. Yeah, right? let's, let's do a little shopping. Let's See how it. far we can get Let's into do a little it. shopping. We walk in, and um, it's giant. It is so huge. It's like, huge. It is the biggest like dealer's room I have ever seen. It's huge. And so whenever we walked in, the first booths, strategically placed for us yeah. to see are the bandai namco toys and collectibles and the bandai namco gundam base yeah which calling them a, a booth is a little underselling it like these were pop-up stores yes these were stores they had walls they had i mean they were yeah they yeah. had like their own flooring mm-hmm. um like you said they had walls they had statues mm-hmm. like the display cases these were pop-up stores yes so we go to the gundam one because yes. which i i collect love, i collect gundam, gundam. <laughs> i like gundam yes <laughs> i collect um gunpla like uh model kits mm-hmm. and um gundam base i believe does not have any stores in america i know for a fact at least they don't have any in texas yeah um so this was a huge opportunity for me I I bought two Gundam um, there. On the first day. Yes, on the first day <laughs> I bought two, um, which, honestly, they're pretty big, and they were really good prices. Mm. So buying the same sets on Amazon were twenty to thirty dollars more, and so I couldn't turn to, I couldn't pass up this opportunity. Right. Um, they also had a couple exclusives, which. Talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact of like, I spent over $100, but like, mm-hmm. it could have been way more. Right. So the first thing we do is we go to this Gundam base store. And like, I mean, it's big. They have the big uh, statue. Um, we spend our whole hour there. Yeah. At, at just this one store, looking at everything. Um, and then it's panel time, pretty much. Um, so we go to our panel. Which was a brief history of yokai, given by Zach Davison. Zach was with a K and Davison was two S's. Mm-hmm. And um, pretty much from reading the schedule uh, that I got on the app because they have an app, um, I could tell that this man was going to fuel my my panel going experience because yeah. he had a panel every day and they all seemed really interesting. Yeah, they're so, all about yokai. Yes, they're all about yokai, which yokai are. Loosely speaking, um, Japanese demons or monsters or ghosts, um, anything kind of paranormal, spiritual, uh, doesn't have to be physical. No. Which is something that he really stressed was that um, since it was a history of yokai, early yokai were literally just like feelings. The essence. Yes, the essence of something unusual and spiritual. Mm -hmm. Um, I... One of my favorite ones, like an, an example of that, one of my favorite examples was uh, he talked about the the yokai of the feeling of someone walking behind you as you're walking home alone at night. <laughs> like that's very specific, but um, if you've ever done that, maybe you've had that feeling. 
So in Japan, that's a monster. Like that's a that's a yokai, right? right? Um, and it was a really cool uh, history. Just very informative. Could tell that he's given it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, cool guy. Yeah, he yeah. he made a lot of jokes. Yeah. During it, it was like there are some panels that are like super serious, and then there are some panels that are like fun and games. Mm-hmm. And it was a good in between. Right. Uh, like you said, he's definitely given this quite a few times, so yes. he knows what jokes to say. Yes. When. <laughs> um. So we go to his panel. It's great. Then we go back to shopping. Yes. Right? Shopping time. Yes. Um. We go through the dealer's room. Yes. Let and, me. I just yeah. want to point out. Like, to emphasize how big this dealer's room is, it took us four and a half hours, not including before the panel, four and a half hours after the panel, to get through the entire thing once. Yes. And, like, we're not crazy. We took breaks because, oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, it's loud. um, It's a lot of walking. Mm -hmm. It's a very big room. And it took us, I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot. There's a lot of variety. There's a lot of variety. A lot of things to look at. A lot of things to um, take in. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but very cool. Yeah. One thing. Okay. So um, about dealers' room. So mm-hmm. it was interesting, like the span of things, because I. It seems like it's kind of a newer thing at least from what i can tell Mm -hmm. um selling like vintage things Mm -hmm. uh, in dealers rooms um so like i saw a couple that had vintage video game things there there are quite a few yeah yeah and then like there'd be like vintage toys Mm -hmm. different things like that also i begrudgingly say this um pop figurines very very popular very popular yeah there are this um, this pan, this dealer's room in spec- like particular had a ton of pop figurine like booths. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing interesting about this though is that this, unlike a lot of them that I've seen, um, a lot of booths at this place had exclusives and very rare ones. Like yes. I saw that there are some that had like signed pop figurines. Yes, and I like saw that. that. Yeah. Yes, a lot of good shopping in the dealer's room. Mm. Um, and that was pretty much our first day because yeah. um, by the time we were done, it was 6.30. The dealer's room closed at 7. So we just, and, you know, we weren't going to start the artist alley. Right. We weren't going to get so, anywhere. Right. We didn't even go to the artist alley on the first day. No. Because, okay, that is so, so crazy to me because um, dealer's room, so the dealer's room, the artist alley, the car show, and the um, autographs. autographs were all in this same enormous room. Yes. Um, so and not it, too much sectioning off either. Yeah, yeah, not really. There was like the autographs were a little bit more sectioned off. Right, because they that had was, lines. Because they had lines, yeah. but that was it. So um, also just throw in there, Pachinko was in there as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Pachinko started to get more popular as well. Yeah. So um, but it's just crazy to me that so it opened at one. We got there at... No, it opened at 12. It opened at noon, yeah. It opened at 12. We got there at 12, looked in there for an hour, went to a... Con- went to a panel. A panel until 2. Then until 6.30. Until yeah. 6.30, we looked through it one time. 
So there was basically no way to look at everything. It was basically impossible to look at everything in the dealer's room and everything at the artist alley mm-hmm. at the same time, in the same yeah. day. And we, because it closed at 7. Yeah, and that is also to say that we are the type of people that want to look at everything. Yeah. Like, whether we are interested in it or not, we want to know everything. We want to know everything that's there. Yeah, we don't want to miss anything. We don't miss it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess, like, there are some people where it's easy for, for them to be like, oh, I don't care about vintage video games. Yeah. I'm not going to walk by it. We looked at everything because we're crazy and we want to know everything that's yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, like, just in case, <laughs> I might see something cool, you know? Yeah. Um, which, there were a lot of hidden gems. There were. That it took a couple, like, it took um, two pa- two or three passes to, yeah. to finally see them or anything like that. Um so you bought your Gundam on the first day. Yes, my first day I bought two Gundam and a, a pop figurine for my brother. Yes. And then I bought a figure that is from the anime Suddenly Egyptian Gods, which mm-hmm. is a chibi anime um, that aired like two years ago. Yeah, something and like that. they're coming out with another season. Yeah, season two next season. Yes. I'm excited um, because I like chibi animes. Yes. <laughs> um and we've seen this exact figure at an anime store in our area and it was like thirty dollars yeah and at this convention it was 12. so how could we say no and it's super adorable and it's very nice looks great next to our tv (laughs) um so that was our first day though on our second day we had new cosplays oh yeah so our first day we cosplayed cosplays that we've done before from my dress up darling so it was, we didn't really spend time taking pictures or anything like that mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Second day, um, I dress up or I cosplay from Kamen Rider. I cosplay Kamen Rider Ichigo, mm-hmm. which if you're watching, the helmet is right here. <laughs> if you're not, it looks like a grasshopper head. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamen Rider's pretty good. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Surprising amount of people. Yes. Okay. Yes. I had. I had <laughs> knew a couple who you people, were. <laughs> yeah. I had a couple people like be like, "Oh, I recognize you," and like, uh, like the character, and like, I got a couple people take pictures with me. Yeah. Yeah. You had one person that was also cosplaying yeah. from from Kamen Rider, which was a little surprising to me because I don't know, I didn't know Kamen Rider before you got into it. Yeah. Um, and also from my understanding, like I know, I know there's new ones. Obviously, yeah. I know that there's Kamen Rider still airing, but my understanding is that it was very popular yes quite a while ago yeah um so i thought it was it was really cool it was yeah and like (laughs) surprising (laughs) there aren't very many kamen rider if people that watch this like kamen rider um in the slight chance then you're gonna get on me for saying kamen rider and not common rider um that's just how i read it the first time so i can't fix myself Uh um so it, there aren't very many anime adaptations, if I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of odd to have fans at an anime convention. Right. Yeah. So that was your cosplay. Yeah. I cosplayed as Harmony from Splatoon 3, who is the um, the shopkeep. She's a sea anemone, and um, she's just kind of a derpy little gal. You also had quite a few people say that they liked your cosplay and got pictures. Yes, I did. Um, I made the wig and I cried a little over it. I had a little breakdown that did like two days before, but it all worked out. Um, so the first thing we did was we got, we took pictures. Mm -hmm. Essentially, we got to the convention and we took pictures. So this brings us to location. 
um, the convention center that we were at is beautiful. It I, is. There's a water. It's there's water gardens. There's a water garden right next, like attached to it, essentially. Um, I have been to this convention center before, and I was very excited because I love this convention center because of the location, mm-hmm. because it is so easy to find places to take pictures if you are um, cosplaying and you want if you and you want good pictures. Yeah. Um, it's pretty well spread out, so it's not too hard to like not get people like not get people in the background kind yeah. of thing um there's a lot of different like dynamics if you want maybe like more plants more dust industri- industrial building um and then also outside of the outside of the water gardens though just the city block itself um has a lot of good opportunity yeah uh for pictures there are parking garage yeah our parking garage for some reason the stairwell yeah, the like, lighting was just perfect. The lighting is perfect. It's like they have, I don't want to call it, it's like colored glass. Yeah. They have colored glass, so like it's like a tinted, a nice tinted red in the stairwell. So like if you wanted something that was more that vibe, like yeah. you could go there. It's very, like there was the city, um, the commission center had a lot of good photo opportunities. So I was happy to be there taking pictures. Mm-hmm. We took some good pictures. We did take some pictures. You can see some on our Twitter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what is our Twitter? It's Kanichiha. Kanichiha. Yeah. Um, but yes, we took pictures. That was the mm-hmm. first thing we did. Then we go back in. Round two of shopping. I'll go ahead and say we missed our panel. I'm so sorry, Mr. Zach Davidson. I got the times confused. Um, I thought the panel started at two and it started at one. So we missed it. I'm very sorry. I know, and I felt so bad because like... <laughs> I tweeted like, "Oh, this panel was so good. We're gonna watch. We're gonna see all of his panels." And he even like liked it and was like, "Thanks." And <laughs> like then he didn't. And I feel so bad. I know. I'm very sorry. I I I messed it up. I really wanted to see it too. Yeah, it was, it was a yokai cats. Yeah. Which um, I would like to have an episode about cats, but we have to we have to think about it. Yeah. Um. So because I I messed up, the whole day was basically just shopping. It was just shopping. We. Went to the artist alley. I um, I really appreciate how easily set up this like honestly like the whole shopping experience was because in my in my experience whenever you go to an anime convention you kind of just show up and there's no map yeah um, like you don't know where the stores are and um, you kind of have to just figure it out. And so maybe like an artist will, cause the artist gets the map cause they have to know where they, where they're going. Right. An artist will maybe take a screenshot of the map, circle their booth and be like, Hey, I'm going to be here at this booth, whatever. But Anime Frontier did provide the guests with an actual like dealer's room artist alley map, mm-hmm. which I think is nice. It's um, it's an extra step. If you want to really keep up with it, we didn't we didn't really keep up with it. Um, as far as like maybe marking the ones we wanted to yeah. go back to. Some other people that we were um, that we overheard mm-hmm. something that we should have done was they would get the business card and then hey said hey can you write your um, your booth, booth number. number on it so I can come back. Right. We should have done that because we definitely we got lost. Yeah, man. we got lost. We got lost. So. It was not only was it a big dealer's room that took us four and a half hours to get through. It was a big artist alley as well. It took us about two and a half hours to get through the artist alley. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, I mean, there was a lot of... And it was a lot of good art. Um, yeah. It was a lot of people that I've never seen before, which, um, considering that we go to conventions that are all relatively within the same mile radius of each other, yeah. is was nice. It was refreshing. Um, I saw people that I haven't seen, some people that I have seen. Um, also saw a lot of really unique things. Yes, a lot of really unique things. So, usually, whenever you go to an art alley, you expect... Uh, prints, posters, you expect keychains, uh, buttons, and stickers. All of those things, um, I think, uh, except for keychains, are like kind of paper-based. So I think yeah. they're just, they're easier to manufacture, like what, right. it, what it comes down to. Um, but there were a lot of things at, like in this artist alley that weren't that. So for example, um, we saw like embroidery. Somebody like selling embroidery patches. Um, saw another person that was selling rugs. Like, yes, custom made rugs. Yes, and like good for that guy because when by the time we got to that booth, he had four rugs left, and he his whole like wall apparently was rugs before, and mm -hmm. then he only had four little ones left, and he was like, hey, but I'll take commissions, like I'll make you something, like. Right. But he was he was eating good, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and they were. Um, people selling like 3D models or, mm -hmm. um, I mean, just like a bunch of different things that I usually don't see in artist alleys, which I thought was really cool. Like tote bags, shirts, yeah. um, a lot of unique things. Um, and that was, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm not like super informed on how artist alleys like are formed. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that at some conventions they like... You have to like submit your like portfolio essentially, and mm -hmm. then they get to then like the like convention. Yeah, they're like, are you good enough to be? And it's really cool on this one because like they really went out of their way to be like, okay, this is what we want to consider art for an artist alley right. in this convention mm -hmm. instead of just the typical like standard art. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of really cool things. Um, like cool and unique things yeah at the artist alley which is it was awesome um we didn't get any prints we did not get any prints this time it's not that we didn't like anything we just have to be really picky now uh we're kinda, running out of room kind of running out of room <laughs> um we were looking for a print of someone yes in particular yes um rebecca from cyberpunk edge runners Who's our our favorite character? We love her. Yes, she's such a badass. No one will draw her with clothes on. No one, literally nobody, drew her with clothes on. Yeah, like so. The thing is that there's this one scene in the show where the main character opens up the door, and then she's there in her underwear holding a gun up, and like that scene was what every single person drew, mm -hmm. and I'm like. I love that, you know, perfect, you know, Rebecca represent, but like, I have family that comes over to my house. <laughs> like, I can't just have half naked anime girls on my walls. <laughs> like, I have like, you know, how, how do you explain that to like a new friend? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I really, I really love it. And there were so many really good prints of rebecca and she just didn't have her clothes on i mean that's yeah. really all it comes down to um so a little disappointing for us yeah but it is what it is um did you buy anything on the second day the second day i bought presents 
Oh, yeah. So, sorry. I also bought presents. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, hush, hush. So but, I did actually buy one print. It just was a present. It was a present, yeah. for myself. Same. Um, then we do our shopping. We have one panel that we, other than the one that we missed on, on accident. Yes. There was one panel that we were really looking forward to. I saw it on the schedule and I was like, yes, this is going to be amazing. And it was cosplay slam poetry, which was slam poetry by people who like actually do slam poetry. And it was going to be like them showcasing their poetry. And then they would have maybe like a little open mic section at the end. Um, and they, they said that they were going to like make it more interactive, like audience interactive. I mean, it looked like yeah. a good time is what it, they made it sound like. We get there. And it was canceled. It was canceled. Just so sad because, like, I mean, for me, that, that was kind of going to be the highlight mm-hmm. of my convention experience. Like, you know, the shopping experience excited. I mean, it, that was going to be the highlight for me personally. So it was kind of sad that it was canceled, and we kind of begrudgingly went back to shopping. Yeah. And um, that was that was pretty much our our second day. Pretty much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So then, third day, um, super casual. Yeah, we didn't wear cosplay. No. Uh, we go, and we go there mostly to shop. So because this is our last day, and we're doing a lot of, like, rush shopping because we're crazy. Yeah, just to get the... We have to... So, for for reasons, we could only be... We had to be back at our house by 3 o'clock. We had work. Okay, we're people. We had work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to get to my shift. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we had to be back at three. There was, uh, Zach Davidson had one more panel, but we missed it because we prepared his shopping. It was about um, the worst yokai, mostly being like gross, smelly, weird, lame yokai. Um, but we did skip it to prioritize shopping so that we could actually finish our shopping and make sure that we were satisfied mm-hmm. with our shopping experience. Which, for the most part, which, yeah. Oh, my it God. It was good. The shopping experience was so good. It was so good. I ended up getting three free Gundam totes. Um, <laughs> it just happened. Yes. Um, which, now that I've experienced a convention with a tote bag, I never want to go back. Yeah. Like, having a tote so is nice so tote. convenient. It's so nice to have a tote. Like, I usually have a little backpack, but to have something to actually, like, keep all the little things that you collect out of, like... Having another bag for that mm-hmm. is very nice. Yes. Um, we went back. I, I mean, I bought miscellaneous um, stickers and keychains. They were two, what I would consider, like, My Little Pony artists, mm-hmm. which they're kind of few and far between now, it seems. Um, at least um, in physical spaces. I see them online, yeah. don't worry. Yeah. But um, the last time that I saw a, a pony booth, essentially, was at Anime Dallas, which was now over a year ago uh, i didn't see them again this year but uh, at any of the conventions but over a year ago i i did see them and i bought like a whole set of pins from them because mm-hmm. i was like oh my goodness like i don't see like you know that kind of stuff anymore but there were two um pony booths very cool did buy things from them um and then i also bought so on the first day yes on the first day we walked past these um these toys right because we, we said there's a lot of like vintage toys um and we passed by the some mcfarland assassin's creed action figures so mcfarland made 
action figures for Assassin's Creed like a couple years back, but they don't really make them anymore. As far as I know, the last figure that they made was Arno from Unity. So after Arno, they haven't made another figure. Um, they're smaller than Barbies, so they're not like full figures, but they do come with accessories, weapons, hats, etc. And the booth that we saw on the first day, there were four of them. And the cheapest one was $75. Mm-hmm. And these are expensive now because, like I said, they stopped making them, right? They are kind of like a collector's item. And they were cool, but I didn't I didn't personally want to spend $75 on something like that. So, and this is, once again, a testament to just how much we had to walk through things yeah. multiple times in order to see what we actually wanted. Because then, by the, on my third day... We go to another booth that sells vintage toys and a lot of vintage vintage toys. And we actually stopped by them before to look at the vintage um, Godzilla. And we looked at um, the Monster High dolls and uh, other little My Little Pony figures. But I just completely missed them. But this booth also had the McFarlane Assassin's Creed action figures. It had like six of them. And they were buy two, get one free. And the most expensive one was $24. So I was like, oh my goodness, like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> like, what, did my eyes just not work? I don't know. So I'm, like, freaking out. Um, I Admittedly, I bought one that I don't really care about because it was a buy to get one free. Um, but I'm still very happy with that purchase. And I'm very excited to um, play with them. <laughs> <laughs> that reminded me, I said, I said earlier that I would get back to something. So the Gundam base. Right. So, um... They had, they had like Gundam base exclusive figures. Right. And they had so like stickers one, on them. That so, was like Gundam base exclusive. Yes. Yeah. On the second day, I went back, got another Gunpla. Um, and this one, I had been like, there are a bunch of different like types of it, but mm-hmm. this one was like exclusive. And so it was a really good price. And so I, I just had to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Back to, back to day three though. So you got your figures, and we're pretty much done with day three. We leave around like one o'clock uh, because there mm-hmm. are no nothing else for us to do really. Right. We finished our shopping. Finished our shopping, and nothing around that time. Plus, once again, we had to be back for our um, actual live events. Yeah, unfortunately. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that was our. I mean, that was pretty much it. So to recap, though, to or um. To reflect, I guess. To reflect. To, yes. to reflect. Um, this was a convention that you go to just to shop. Yes. Like, we paid money to go to shop. To spend more yes. money. Yes. And that was it. And, and I mean that, like, in the nicest way possible. But the everything outside of shopping was kind of abysmal. Actually, yeah. Yeah. There were three panel rooms. There were three panel rooms. And, okay, as someone who has been to this convention center before, I guarantee you, there's there's more than three panel rooms. Like they just didn't like get panelists. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's um they couldn't I, I if it's an issue if they couldn't find them or if they maybe only wanted a certain number. Right, because they had a lot of screenings. They had a lot of screenings and um, things were canceled, obviously. Yeah. But there were three panel rooms and nothing was super up our alley yeah there's a really popular genshin panel but we're not into genshin we're not into genshin um there was a gunpla 101 panel which i'm sure was really cool um if 
you if it was something that you were looking to get into and then you were able to go down to the artist to the dealer's room and get a decent priced mm-hmm. gunpla like that was probably that's that's good marketing that's that's yeah. all i can say is that it's good marketing you know um but other than that nothing was really our vibe i noticed that there weren't a lot of fun panels yeah and i say fun is in like games i like sometimes you just want to go to a panel and it's a little game I've gone to panels where it's just like, like drawing, um, like a little like draw something and pass it around kind mm-hmm. of thing. We did Loteria, which I've was done fun. an anime debate before. Yeah, debates. I mean, like things that are more like a game show or more just for fun. A lot of this was for learning or a screening. So I think it was kind of missing that. And then because we weren't a big fan of the panels... It seemed like, or felt like for us, after 7, when the dealer's room closed, there's nothing for us to do. Right, because there, so there was a game room, we mm-hmm. just didn't go to it. I didn't even see it on the map. It's like, it was poorly advertised. A poorly advertised game room. Right, and then there was also no board games, which No are, tabletop room, yeah, yeah. no tabletop room, which our, one of our friends was really sad about that. Yeah. Because... What do you do after the dealer's room closes? Yeah, and what do you maybe even do between your panels? Like, yeah. uh, like those kind of spaces are places to just kind of waste time. Um, but, like, in a fun way, Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Like, maybe I want to go play some DDR or some, yeah. some bullshit, you know? But it definitely seemed like out, literally outside of the shopping, everything was pretty abysmal. Yeah. So if you're, if if that's sad to you, then I wouldn't suggest this yeah if you don't really care about shopping or like collecting you know if if you aren't really a collector um maybe anime frontier isn't for you yeah because it i mean i was personally kind of sad that like it was like the dealer's room closed and now my convention day is over yeah because i'm used to staying a little later i'm used to staying till like eight or nine i mean it's only a couple more hours but i'm i'm still used to right kind of feeling like you know the party the party doesn't stop or whatever. Right. Um, you know what? There's no rave at this convention. There's no rave. There's a masquerade, <laughs> but no rave. Yeah. I, though, I also think that they've been... A lot of conventions that we've been to recently have not had raves. That's right. Yeah. So it makes sense. Probably it, for the best. It follows up. There's been masquerades and there was a concert. Um, there's also a canceled concert. There's also can- Which is something that I <laughs> forgot to mention. Yeah. That um, Yoko Takahashi was supposed to be there, which it... If you don't know, she's the singer of Cruel Angel's Thesis, the Neon Genesis Evangelio opening. Um, she had a lot of... Most of her work is from the 90s. So, I mean, she's kind of a legend. All I'm saying, yeah. she's a legend in the anime community. We were all very, very excited to see her. But unfortunately, she had issues with her visa and was not able to make it to the States. Very sad. Very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly was probably going to be the, another highlight. Yes, definitely. Another highlight of this convention would have been to see Yoko Takahashi perform. Once again, that didn't happen. Um, so so just shopping. Just shopping, <laughs> which which is still fun. Yeah, which is still I mean, fun. I got plenty of stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I mean, right before the holidays, it's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if, especially oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. If you have so other people this... that are into this kind of thing... It's perfect, honestly. Yeah, because it's, it's it's you get unique things. That's it is the, the thing. perfect. It is the perfect convention, right before for right before the holidays. It really is because there are so many unique things, and maybe even if you think, um, people who 
aren't maybe into anime in particular because there there was a lot of there was a lot of Marvel, there was a lot of yeah. Star Wars, there was a lot of like video games, video games, a lot of things that are outside of anime. I know one of the booths that I saw that I debated getting something for someone um, <laughs> was a was a lamp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> they had like fan lamps, like lightsabers and swords they and had a huge things like that uh, k-pop booth as well they had a huge k-pop booth so maybe if you're into k-pop like which my sibling is into k-pop and they said that um there was a very good spread obviously i don't know how to judge that yeah but no idea. but they said that it was very impressive that they had that amount of albums in one spot and that they were all very good prices once again, I don't know if I'm just speaking from what they said, mm-hmm. and I believe it. You know, like, especially if you look at, like, that compared to, like, the Gundam booth, you know, right. things that it's a big spread, good prices, it's amazing, you know. Um, so, if you love to shop. <laughs> yeah. So, in closing, if you like to shop, go to Anime Frontier. Yes. Uh, if you don't like to shop, if you like panels, maybe uh, don't go. Maybe don't go. Maybe save your money. Yeah. And I think that's about it for this episode. Yep. Yep. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Kanichi Hop Podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs>